Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, crypto fam. What's good? Bitcoin already touched 28,800 this morning, and we're just getting this pump started. In today's show, we'll be discussing Bitcoin 30,000 bets greet FOMC as analyst warns over long liquidations. And this just in breaking news, Russia to use Chinese yuan instead of U.S. dollars to settle trade with Asia, Africa, and Latin America. And lo and behold, Max Kaiser called this back in 2017, quoting him here, U.S. empire a debt will go to war to stop emergence of petro yuan so much respect to max kaiser also breaking news el salvador's bitcoin volcano bonds will be launched between june and september of this year according to the bitfinex cto let's go also in today's show u.s senator ted cruz ties again or tries again to block the new uh, cbdc uh, rollout and he says that it is more important than ever to ensure the financial privacy of american citizens is preserved also in today's show, Bitcoin's banking crisis surge will attract more institutions, says Kathy Wood. That's right. She was impressed that Bitcoin moved in a very different way compared to the equity market in response to the recent banking crisis. Also in today's show, BitMEX outlines three scenarios, which I'll be laying out for you for crypto this year and says that a market recovery is the likely outcome. We'll also be discussing Bloomberg analyst Mike McGlone says Bitcoin could be kicking off a new super cycle as Bitcoin continues to outperform gold while also be discussing legendary trader Peter Brandt says the Bitcoin is likely targeting a new all-time high. I'll be breaking down his timeline. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome, everyone. This is podcast episode number 1228. I am your host, JV. And today is March 22nd, 2023. And as you can see, the Bitcoin price action is pumping, which we love to see. Checking out the market watch here. We got Bitcoin up about 2% already for the day. Hovering above 28,500. Ether down 1%, trading back under $1,800, while Cardano is up 7.5%, trading above. 37 cents and checking out coinmarketcap.com 
We can see the latest stats for the market cap sitting just under $1.2 trillion with about $58 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Current Bitcoin dominance, 46.4%, with the Ether dominance at 18.6%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, Cardano leading the pack up about 8%, trading just under $0.38, cents, followed by Ajax up about 6%, trading above $0.50, cents, followed by Render Token up 5%, trading at $1.41. Below that, we have Chainlink, Algorand, and Doge. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week. We can see Hex leading the pack up 10%, Cardano up 7%, BGB up 5%, and Chainlink up 4%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 62 in greed. Yesterday was the highest we have seen this in a very long time at a 68. Last week, a 50, which is neutral. And last month, a 58 in greed. How many of you are pretty pumped up for this Bitcoin price action as a result of the FOMC? meeting going on right now let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below and now let's break down the latest bitcoin technical analysis and discuss what's happening in the markets bitcoin may take out shorts to crack thirty thousand during the day's key u.s macroeconomic policy updates according to the latest analysis as bets pile up over how the bitcoin price action will react to the fed's decision on interest rates thirty thousand is in sight but a drop to below twenty thousand is still not off the table bitcoin now it's actually this meeting is occurring right at this moment from ongoing rate hikes forecast just last month markets are now considering the chances that the fed will pause the cycle data from cme's group FedWatch tool shows this would be a key boon for risk assets as the fed would tactically be implying that the 18 or yeah 18 months it has spent removing liquidity from the economy has not been the silver bullet to recovery liquidity is already up on that thanks to the failure of several banks as reported with a chunk of the quantitative tightening removals undone in a single week so FOMC today which means one thing volatility no doubt we will trend sideways until the meeting says crypto tony my main play is to take profit at $30,000 if it comes. How many of you are anticipating a 30,000 price action today? Let me know in the comments below. And markets commentator, macro talks, or I'm sorry, TED Talks macro, meanwhile laid out the probabilities of each Fed path and the likely impact on risk assets. Quitting him here, FOMC scenarios, 50 BPS hike, sh- uh, short risk assets, bear trend resumes, 25 BPS hike, which is most likely is a nothing burger, the dot plot, plus press conference dictates the market move or pause second most likely get very long bitcoin and then he says cut which is the outlier mortgage the house and buy uh, btc now quoting crypto analyst Mikhail van de pop slow grind upwards on bitcoin which means that my eyes are still focused on 28700 and lo and behold we already surpassed 28700 this morning so shout out to uh, van de pop he also said and referred to the so-called gap in the cme groups bitcoin futures market Form when the price began a new trading week in a different position than it finished the previous week. So it looks like we just closed that gap. Now, do you really want to get bullish? Adopting a more conservative view, popular analyst Justin Bennett warned that the current spot price trading range represents significant historical resistance. Uh, quoting him here, a squeeze of shorts could result in 30,000 appearing, he acknowledged, but a sudden dive could have the opposite effect with longs betting that 20,000 at least will hold. Look, maybe we see Bitcoin take out short liquidations up to 30,000, but do you really want to get bullish at macro resistance with a massive block on long liquidations sub 20? I don't. And he shared a chart which shows the extent the liquidations triggered by such a move below the 20,000 thousand dollar mark my personal two satoshi 
Rishis. I think this is unlikely, but of course, everything is a potential probability. So be prepared for all scenarios. And breaking news announced just the other day, Russia to use the Chinese yuan instead of U.S. dollars to settle trade with Asia, Africa, and Latin America. And got to give credit where credit is due. Max shared this video back in 2017. I shared it yesterday, and it's already going viral with 171,000 views, over 400 retweets. But quoting Max here, U.S. empire debt will go to war to stop the emergence of the Petro UN. So much respect to the high priest of Bitcoin and more major news. El Salvador's Bitcoin volcano bonds will be launched between June and September of this year. And this is official coming from the Bitfinex CTO. Can't wait. Bitcoin mass adoption taking place as the game theory continues around the world. And now let's discuss our next breaking story of the day. Senator Ted Cruz proposing a bill to block central bank digital currencies. That's what's up. Republican Senator Ted Cruz has introduced a bill to block the U.S. Federal Reserve from launching a direct-to-consumer CBDC. In March 21st statement, Cruz said he introduced the bill to prevent the Fed from developing a retail CBDC, which could be used as a financial a financial surveillance tool by the Fed, in which they most absolutely would do. Uh, Cruz stated it's more important than ever to ensure U.S. policy on digital currencies to protect financial privacy and maintain the dollar's dominance and uh, cultivates innovation, adding the following CBDCs that fail to adhere to these are three basic principles which could enable an entity like the Fed to mobilize itself into a retail bank, collect personally identifiable information on users and track their transactions indefinitely. Ain't telling no lies. And shout out to DeSantis, the governor of Florida. I covered it yesterday. He's also against uh, CBDCs, so much respect. Cruz claimed that the federal government has no authority to unilaterally establish a CBDC. Quoting him again, we should be empowering entrepreneurs, enabling innovation, and increasing individual freedom, not stifling it. He stressed the federal government has no authority to unilaterally establish a central bank uh, digital currency. And you can read about his new bill. I'll include this in the show notes below the video. In the description, Cruz's anti-CBDC bill has the backing of Republican senators Mike Braun of Indiana and Chuck Grassley of Iowa. And in statements, both expressed the belief that the CBDC would be used as a surveillance tool if the bill passed into law it would ensure that the state isn't uh, snooping on the finances of hardworking Americans, Grassley stated, the American people ought to be able to spend their money how they choose without the possibility that every transaction could be tracked by the government. And not only that, but imagine if your currency would expire, because that's what a CBDC is going to be able to do. It's programmable digital dollars at the end of the day. The anti-CBDC bill is a second attempt by Cruz, Braun, and Grassley, who introduced a similar bill March 30th of 2022 to prohibit the Fed from issuing a CBDC. DC directly to individuals. However, nearly 12 months later, the bill still hasn't moved past the introduction phase. Meanwhile, considerable progress has been made on a U.S. dollar CBDC since Sleepy Joe signed an executive order titled Ensuring Responsible Development of Digital Assets in March of this year. And in November, the Fed, or I'm sorry, March of last year. And in November, the Fed, Bank of New York, and several large financial firms, including BNY Mellon, City, HSBC, and Wells Fargo, participated in a 12-week digital dollar pilot program with MasterCard and SWIFT. Now, Cruz, Braun, and Grassley aren't the only U.S. politicians fighting to stamp out 
uh, CBDCs. As I mentioned earlier, we also have the Florida Governor DeSantis, who called on the state lawmakers to introduce legislation banning the digital dollar in Florida. I hope they're successful with that. DeSantis compared the digital dollar to China's digital UN and claimed that ECNY has been used to extensively monitor citizen behavior, saying the following, any way they can get into society to exercise their agenda, they will do it. So what the central bank digital currency is all about is surveilling Americans and controlling behavior of the Americans. And you can see in this video, no CBDC in Florida. Preach. And also we have Congressman uh, Tom Emmer, who spoke on the privacy concerns surrounding CBDCs, saying that a programmable dollar could easily be weaponized as a spying tool to choke out the politically unpopular activity. That's right. And that's why we must say no to CBDCs by any means necessary. So again, shout out to Senator Ted Cruz, a shout out to Congressman Emmer, and shout out to DeSantis for taking a stance and uh, leading this good fight. And with that being shared, now let's break down our next story of the day. Uh, Kathy Wood has a lot to share regarding more institutions adopting the King Crypto, especially at times like this. The value proposition of Bitcoin is on full display amid the current banking crisis, which will only attract more institutions to the Bitcoin market over time, says ARK Invest CEO Kathy Wood. She shared her thoughts on Bitcoin's recent price surge in a March 21st Bloomberg interview, stating its price behavior through the crisis is going to attract more institutions quitting her here. The fact that Bitcoin moved in a very different way from the equity markets in particular was cr- quite instructive. you damn right. Now, institutional interest in Bitcoin may have already arrived, according to Oliver Lynch, the CEO of Seattle-based crypto exchange, Bitrex. Lynch noted in a March 21st interview on the Wolf of Wall Street's pod that many big banks bought into crypto as an investment product well before the recent banking crisis. Uh, quoting Lynch here, the big talking point of this bear market is institutional interest in crypto. Every big bank now has a substantial crypto desk, not just for trading, but for partnerships as well. However, he said that there is still a divide between traditional financial institutions and crypto firms, which has caused headwinds in institutional adoption over the past few months, quitting him again. Historically, those big players have been the biggest drivers of innovation and adding that the two sides are currently stuck in a bit of a rut and that the big change won't happen until they stop fighting for superiority. It's not crypto versus Goldman Sachs or crypto versus institutions. It's a race to who can do it better. And as for the impact on the Bitcoin price action from the institutional interest, Wood explained in an interview that ARK Invest is one to one and a half but one to 1.5 million BTC price prediction by 2030 was made on the back of an institutional investor's Bitcoin allocation analysis, which estimates that most firms would allocate between 2.5% and 6.5% to Bitcoin in their investment portfolios. Quoting her here, there are the sort of allocations that would have been made emerging new categories of assets like real estate in the 70s and small caps in the 80s and 90s would added. You know, now Lynch, on the other hand, believes that the aggressive institutional adoption will come when opportunities become more easily identifiable as shared here show them a way that it can be done and it can make them money and i guarantee you they won't stand in the way of that they'll be have their pedal to the metal to exploit the opportunity now positive sentiment has surrounded bitcoin following the collapse of silvergate silicon valley bank and signature banks bitcoin surged 43.6 percent since its most recent low on march 11th compared to a 25.3 percent increase in the broader crypto market over that time according to the latest stats by coin gecko and again we're just getting started you gotta love it bitcoin is up roughly 70 percent year to date from the start of the year i mean 
and we're still in the first quarter. Now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss the outlook from BitMEX, and then we'll discuss a potential Bitcoin super cycle as per uh, Bloomberg, and then we'll dive into a new Bitcoin all-time high as per legendary trader Peter Brandt, so still lots to cover, and then we'll dive into the live Q&A. Digital asset exchange BitMEX is unveiling its forecast for crypto this year as the market faces a potential change in the macro economic landscape. In a new blog post, BitMEX says crypto can take three different routes this year, depending upon the policies enacted by the Fed and other regulatory agencies. That's right. In scenario one, the exchange says crypto might witness a recovery and risk appetite should the Fed take a step back in hiking interest rates. And according to BitMEX, a Fed pivot could open the floodgates for global capital markets and a trigger a rally for risk assets, including cryptos like Bitcoin and Ethereum, quoting them here. With the crypto industry having learned the lessons of 2022, notably those taught by entities including Three Arrows Capital, FTX, and Genesis, the ridding itself of badly run businesses and suspect models, we should see a shift and healthy rebound in high quality assets such as Bitcoin and Ether. BitMEX also highlights that scenario one is their core hypothesis based on various economic forecasts and a possible declaration of Inflation. Now, as for the scenario two, BitMEX says that crypto could face the extended bear market if inflation remains persistently high, forcing the Fed to continue raising interest rates. And according to the exchange, this scenario seems less likely as inflation is starting to show signs of slowing down. And now for the third scenario, BitMEX sees crypto becoming a safer asset class as the government creates policies that protect investors. The exchange says that crypto regulation involving trading, custody, and investment could accelerate throughout the year. And in this scenario, BitMEX forecasts a rise in crypto adoption and the emergence of new use cases for blockchain technology, Putting them here regarding scenario three, Bitcoin and ETH will reemerge as the dominant virtual currencies, while many retail users will get their first taste of crypto through the rise of next-gen gaming, NFTs, Web3, and the metaverse, making crypto a more comprehensible, immersive experience. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with this forecast. And now let's dive into a Bitcoin super cycle amongst us as uh, Bitcoin continues outpacing the precious metal gold. That's right. Bloomberg senior macro strategist Mike McGlone says the Bitcoin vastly outperforming gold may be indicative of a new super cycle for the king crypto. Send it. Let's go. McGlone tells his 55,000 Twitter followers that one of Bitcoin's key advantages over gold is its low and rising adoption plus diminishing supply. Quitting McGlone, looking for a super cycle. Bitcoin outperforms commodities with declining risk. Bitcoin beating gold, the top performing old guard commodity in 2023 to March 20 by almost 10x may be indicative of a super cycle happening in crypto. The strategist is also forecasting that Bitcoin may be in a trans transitory period between being a risk on asset and a more defensive investment against economic instability and a banking crisis. He pits Bitcoin against the KBW banking index, which tracks the leading banks and thrifts that are publicly traded in the U.S. and points out a big divergent strength in favor of the king crypto, quitting him again. Relative strength versus most assets may portend Bitcoin's inflection towards global digital collateral and potential to trade more like gold. U.S. Treasury bonds, central banks still tightening despite 
despite plunging commodities and a banking crisis as the severe economic reset risks. Now, McGlone said earlier in the week that he doubts that the global economy will go through the same periods of a heavy dollar liquidity that it went through in the past, which could force investors to take a more keen stance on Bitcoin, gold, and bonds. Quoting him again here, we're not going to have the re-liquification like we had in the past because of the lessons of inflation, which will be resonating for our lifetimes when they are liquefied too fast and too much. So to me, that's where the world is going now. And that's why this is a different environment for things that depended on that U.S. equities. That is over. And it's the recession. So we have got to get through this recession. If we don't get it, that's a shock. And as of just two weeks ago, the probability was the most ever from the yield curve. You can't say that it's decline. So we got to go through this recession to think about anything like risk assets like equity. But look, what gold and bonds and Bitcoin are doing, those to me are going to be some of the things that people are going to be looking to buy in dips as we tilt in a recession. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analysis from Mike McGlone and what are the likelihoods of Bitcoin hitting a super cycle and going parabolic beyond your wildest dreams. Let me know in the comments below, which leads us to our final story of the day before we do some live Q&A and I read out all the comments out loud, giving everyone the opportunity to voice their opinion. Let's break this down. Bitcoin reaching a new all-time high within the next year. Peter Brandt, whose crypto reputation was made by calling Bitcoin's 2017 collapse, is shooting down a prediction by synonymous crypto analyst sheds that bitcoin is likely to hit fifty thousand within 90 days here's what he had to say uh, in case you're wondering bitcoin highly unlikely to even come close to fifty thousand in the next 90 days let alone one million dollars some smoke too much wacky he wrote <laughs> now brant says he's predicting bitcoin will reach a new all-time high however within the next 12 months all predictions are just guesses my guess is that bitcoin is 12 months away from new all-time highs let me know if you agree or disagree with the veteran trader he points to the historical performance of bitcoin saying his forecast is in line with the duration of prior market cycles quoting him here alongside this chart dangerous to have opinions that are without fact new all-time highs in april june 2024 would be very much in line with the past cycles. The amount of disinformation in crypto is amazing to me. Now, Brandt says he is not basing his prediction on next year's halving event for Bitcoin when the new supply of Bitcoin is reduced by half, which he says is not as important as some suggest. Having is way overrated and a non-event. Now, I disagree with Peter Brandt. I don't think that the halvings are overrated and a non-event. I think it's a big deal. As the Bitcoin cycle shows us, it has been cyclical, like clockwork, every four years. Tick, tock, next block. You know, every 10 minutes, nonstop. We're going to keep getting it. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A, and I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.